and welcome to American Dreams, a podcast about the British royal family. I'm Caitlin. I'm Jenna. And we are back to talk about the what's been going on since the royal wedding. Post-wedding blues? No, we no, none of that. Post-wedding bliss, I'd say. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like the happy couple is settling in to their married life and their royal life in that Megan is kind of joining in the fray already. And Indeed. we have a lot more to discuss. We do. All right. So, yeah, it was announced that uh, Megan has received her own coat of arms. And uh, that's kind of the shield you often see, especially uh, around people's. I think a lot of times it's on sometimes their letterhead. It's put in churches a lot of times. Yeah. Like they're, or like the, I don't know if you've ever been to like, Windsor Castle, there's like a room that's just full of a bunch of shields and like flags and stuff. And it's like these coats of arms of different like dynasties, effectively. Right. And yeah, and a coat of arms is like someone's logo, essentially. Uh, And it used to be used on shields at one point because you couldn't tell who someone was because they were wearing armor. So you'd be like, oh, well, that's Steve. Oh, he's friendly. I will not chop his head off or try to. Yes, Steve yeah. Slough. <laughs> yep, that's Steve Slough. He's cool. I'm I'm cool with him. I will not throw this spear at him. But it's like, oh, that's Jerry of Gloucestershire. I don't know. Just try to think of something with a G. And I don't like him, so I'm gonna go after him. Right. So yeah. Um, so yeah. So Megan had one created, and I think a lot of people were wondering, oh, does Kate have one mm-hmm. as well? And she doesn't. Specifically for her, I should say. Right. I mean, so when I saw the press release, people had been wondering because when Kate uh, got was getting married to William, um, since she is not like of she wasn't of nobility or like a family, the type of family that would have had a coat of arms. um, Typically, she um, it was kind of there was a coat of arms that was created for her father, Michael Middleton. And so then that was kind of given to Kate as like mm-hmm. for purposes of her entering into the marriage. And so I'm sure she had some input into the design of it and they have like acorns or three acorns to represent the three kids and like um middle there's like a stripe in the middle and that's kind of a play on Middleton and there's a lot of kind of symbolism. There's like mountain peaks cuz they like yeah. to ski. Right, yeah. And so it's like I think probably they they worked with a person who kind of does this for a living or who studies them at least, and the person helped them pick elements to incorporate into their family crest. But it was specifically given to Michael Middleton. And so mm-hmm. this time people were wondering, with all the drama surrounding Megan's dad, is he going to get a coat of arms? And is it going to be the same thing? It, also, it doesn't necessarily track as much for Megan, who's kind of made a, a, a big point of being like an independent you know, she's been, I, I should say, she's been out on her own for a lot longer than Kate had. Like, she, you know, has been married before even. And so it was a little bit of a different relationship with her father. And so they announced it, and it was just a coat of arms has been created for the Duchess of Sussex. No mention of her father. It's so weird hearing that, her name. I know. <laughs> that way. I'm like, who? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Vegas. <laughs> 
Yeah, and uh, Michael Middleton actually kind of reached out to the college who makes these coat of arms to actually have this created for his family. I imagine that one day Kate will probably get her own because, like, Philip, William, and Harry, and a lot of the other, like Princess Anne, have their own shields. Yeah, and Cause I, it's because it's not it's not something static. It can change as right. time goes on as well. And I know that they have a joint one as a couple that was released a, a couple years after their marriage. So William and Kate have like a joint, I don't know, crest. Code crest. That's what it's called. Yes. And it's both of their things side by side. You can, if you Google it, it shows up on their Wikipedia pages if you're curious yep. about what they look like. But uh, yeah, back to Megan's uh, coat of arms. There's lots of symbolism. And Megan was apparently very involved, which we're not surprised because she's a very hands-on person. And I think takes her new role very seriously. Also, this yeah. would be fun. Oh my this god, would be yeah, the most fun part. Like, I want to make my own shield now. Yeah, um, it's gonna be great. It will look like crap, but it will have so much symbolism. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, so some of the symbols that were on Megan's um, blue is a prevalent color on it, and that's to represent the Pacific Ocean. Um, then there are some gold lines. Uh, which represent the California sunshine. And then also, there are California poppies that are on the field below the crest. And those are joined by um, winter sweet plants, which, if you listen to our last episode, though, you'll recognize those maybe as being two of the elements that were incorporated to into Megan's Vale. And they are kind of her emblem of both her homes, so California and then Kensington Palace. So... It was really fun to see that she managed to work those in to her crest. Yeah. And then she also had uh, quills on the shield. And those represent uh, the power of communication and words. Mm-hmm. And uh, then also you'll notice on all the a lot of these shields there are uh, kind of animals who are kind of leaning against the shield. And they're, con- they're called the, the supporters. <laughs> and yeah, so I mean, it's like, yay, animal yes, friends. Yes. So on one on Harry's side, and so the supporters one one is part of a lion that represents Harry's shield, and one is a songbird. My husband calls this lion in particular the derp lion. Mm-hmm. It does because, look like it's saying derp. Yes, and because when we visited the Tower of London, we when we were going through one of the exhibits, there was one of the lion, like a statue of one of these lions, and it just kind of has that weird face. Like, his mouth is kind of just, like, kind of hanging open, and mm-hmm. my husband's just like, that's so derpy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is. whenever we say it, it's a derp lion. It is. Uh, but there's a there's a beautiful songbird uh, singing, and the bird is to represent, once again, kind of that power of communication and, you know, singing a song and mm-hmm. having people hear it. I like your note on this. Yeah. <laughs> we get it, Megan. So, You're Going to do great things. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for reminding us of our inadequacy. I know that's kind of what I was like. We get it. We get it. You are so talented, and we you are so committed to using this role to promote causes that need attention. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. was to see. So that that's pretty exciting. Yeah, but you should. I mean, sales. So Kensington oh, Palace released or or Royal Dot UK um, mm-hmm. released a like a press release i guess explaining all the details we just said and you can go there to see a picture of it or just google it because it is really cool to see and uh kind of hear the how one of these is made and like kind of the different considerations that can go into it for sure so yeah we will have to figure out what would be on our own personal crests someday i mean clearly the two supporters on mine would be dogs 
Oh, that'd be so cute. I know. And then, I don't know, lightning bolts for Harry Potter. Yeah. I don't know what else. Yeah, I was looking through a few of the other royal family members, and Prince Philip's is kind of weird, because he one of his supporters is actually, like, a naked man. Oh my god, I have to Google this now. Um, and I mean, he's covered up in the genital region, oh. um, but... Yeah, he's like a shirtless dude. He's like wearing yeah. a loincloth. Oh, oh, he's yeah. wearing a lion's pelt. Yes. Fun. So it's very manly. I assume it has something to do with... Uh, and it says, like, God is my help mm-hmm. on it, I believe. And so, yeah, so he definitely has, like, that's the only, like, crest that I've ever seen or coat of arms that I've seen with, like, a human. The rest I've seen with animals on them. Yeah, he's wearing, he's carrying a big stick. I'll say that for this guy. Anyway, (laughs) it's very interesting. Weird. Um, Oh, there's, like, sculptures of it. It's a cast metal coat of arms. Oh, my God. Anyway, I'll stop Googling. This is crazy. Now I'm going to go down a wormhole and be like, what is happening? Yes. So they're Uh, all really fun, and you should look at them because they all have really uh, beautiful symbolism, just like Megan's. And, yeah, come up with your own. Yeah. And uh, Megan also is now, our Duchess of Sussex is also, uh, has her own webpage on the royal website. Mm Mm-hmm. That was published the day she became a royal. Yeah, and I don't know... Exactly. I mean, I heard it reported that it like didn't mention suits or anything at first, but when I went and looked it over today, it did for sure mention it. Did. it. it actually, I noticed that because at first I was like, "Oh, they don't even rec- like say anything that she like w- what she did before beyond kind of her charity work." And then I noticed because they actually put a photo of her on the show. Yeah. So it makes you wonder, like, did they? Um, react to some feedback from people because people were like oh you can't pretend that she didn't like that she just was living in a vacuum and doing this charitable work like also her being an actress was like something I think she's very proud of Mm -hmm. and she doesn't want to like forget about it like it wasn't you know the best show in the world or like anything but it wasn't embarrassing I don't think oh no I think maybe they wondered like is this just too much information? Is it whatnot? But I feel like it's like everyone knows she was on the show. I right. I mean, her Wikipedia sense. page can, that's still the first result anyway. So. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, I think that it's, it's really a kind of fun, like welcome to the family gesture because it's, it's really interesting to see like what they chose to highlight. And now that it's kind of a more well-rounded um, picture of her life, until this point, um, you get a much better sense, I mean, of who she is and like how who she what she's bringing into this royal gig. Um, I just thought it was really interesting to to kind of see all the different stuff she's done. Even though like I've been you know reading about her as much as I can and following her um, for the last year plus, it's been. But this is like an official sort. Right. Like yeah. She obviously had some say on what goes in there. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's the stuff that the royal family is like saying like, look, this is what she did. It's it's the um, it's like the newspaper marriage announcement type thing. It's like, look, these people are getting married, and this is what we think is newsworthy about her. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. just a really interesting look, and they highlight you know a lot of her charitable and and activist work, and I think that that's cool. Mm-hmm. It's a good reminder sure. that there's more than just the actress, I think. Yes, very true. Because I, because th- I mean, even um, when I the morning are not the kind of the week of after the wedding, people were still like, "Wait, what? She's she's black? She's half black, or she's biracial?" Mm-hmm. 
And I'm just like, how do you not know that? Well, I mean, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, right. And I know everyone doesn't follow the royal family as much, but I feel like if you are at least interested in the wedding, you would at least maybe know that. But um, I mean, this is, yeah, another way for people to know more about her background and um, who she is. And I think it's cool, too, that she says there's a quote in big letters there that says a quote from her. I am proud to be a woman and a feminist, which, you know, in some circles, calling yourself a feminist is a political act. And the royal family, you know, has always tried to avoid politics but it's mm-hmm. kind of showing like nope she's here she's here to talk about it right and she, Harry, she clearly has Harry's full support in doing that indeed so perfect yay um, also she's now part of like under the umbrella of the Kensington Palace social media um, and like press office so she anytime you know you if you follow them on Instagram or Twitter you can you'll see like that's who tweets out news of their upcoming engagements and photos from things that they've recently done and that kind of stuff. So um, I feel like that's going to be our best bet for official news um, about her from now on. And they'll definitely make that page a lot more busy because they'll have a whole nother working royal to attend events. So I think that'll be great. Not that I thought the page was ever stale. It's just that page is definitely more like, okay, they're out or something they're doing something and yeah I mean, so, between the three of them there's only so much that they can do yeah social media for. office though if you need a new intern i volunteer caitlin <laughs> me me please please hire me i'll work for nothing it'll be great mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway um <laughs> so yeah we keep an eye out for that stuff um now we're gonna get to this other news item kind of in the aftermath of the wedding yeah. Which is some sour grapes, as I would describe it, from another designer. <laughs> um, it was reported shortly after the wedding that the designer Amelia Wickstead, whose name may sound familiar if you follow fashion worn by Megan and Kate. Um, so according to the Daily Mail, she was very critical of the dress and had claimed that it was very similar to one that one of her designs. Um, and this is interesting because like Megan has worn her before so for the Anzac Day service at Westminster Abbey Megan was wearing a custom Amelia Wickstead um, outfit and like I said this is a designer that Kate often wears and so Mm -hmm. if you read this article and see like what she supposedly said or I mean I think what she did say even we'll get to that in a second but like it's very clear that like she was pretty much saying like oh she copied me or this is a copy of my design and my design's better and I don't know. It just seemed really bitter and weird. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the pictures, I mean, I'm not seeing something that really goes, wow, I think Claire White Keller stole an idea from her. Yeah, (laughs) so the similarities are kind of the neckline, but this isn't a bandeau neckline so much as an off-the-shoulder, or the Amelia or the Amelia Wickstead one is an off-the-shoulder rather than a bandeau, if you ask me. And mm-hmm. then there's a difference in the line of the skirt. If you look at the Amelia Wickstead one, you'll see it's more of an A-line where there's a, a seam, or like a the, the waist is at the natural waist, and then it goes out, whereas on Megan's dress, it um, kind of hugs her body and then kicks out maybe at like just past her hips. And so it's different. And, like, yeah, they're going to look similar because the fabric is similar. But, like, 
you didn't design the fabric, lady. Spiders no. designed the fabric. They're the ones who made the silk or whatever makes silk. I don't know. Not spiders. Silkworms. That's what they are. Whatever it is that makes the silk, they designed it. You didn't. Calm down. Right. So. Yeah. So it's a, uh, why did she do this? <laughs> I not yeah, say and, anything about it. And like, my thing is she's probably just like, you know, a little bit like upset. She thinks it was similar to hers, but we've all been there where we've been like, oh, like just kind of upset and like venting. And then she maybe didn't realize she was venting to a Daily Mail reporter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like that episode of 30 Rock where Liz Lemon's in the elevator yeah. <laughs> with the, the reporter from page six. Right. <laughs> and she's like complaining, but she and then she gets mad that she got caught. Right. Um, so, yeah. So um, Amelia Wickstead did issue an apology today, uh, May 27th. Just saying that she was extremely saddened by the commentary that has appeared in the press and online over the past few days, and that uh, she, uh, you know, thought the dress was not a copy of her design. Also, what and is she? Is her PR person a New Yorker writer? Why is she hyphenating online? I know that's what. I, that's why when I read it at first, I was like, that doesn't work. No. Maybe again, maybe it's, it's not. Maybe it's a New Zealand thing. I mean, like I, that's why I said, like somebody from the New Yorker. They're the people who still like use umlauts on crap (laughs) like it's it's interesting but yeah yeah so yeah it was an and it's an interesting apology it's on her instagram i mean it's not really an apology it's mostly i don't know how they're why you're saddened by commentary that you apparently started (laughs) also she says that she's great she has the greatest respect for claire uh wade keller and the house of Givenchy, a huge source of inspiration to me which like Okay, I mean, I guess, what is she saying? Like, inspiration, like, look at this, uh, like, feminism, woman power, we can do anything. Or is it like, ooh, those designs are nice, I want to make them similar. Like, I, I don't get what it is. It's just weird. Yeah, what what are the repercussions, do we think? She's been, you know, blacklisted from the family? I don't know. I mean, Kate has worn her quite frequently. She and has purchased several of her dresses in different colors and... Obviously, Megan recently just used her, and that's kind of the start of a important relationship, usually. Right, especially with somebody who is, you know, like a Commonwealth designer. Like, there's so many opportunities. We know that Harry and Megan will be going to, you know, Australia, New Zealand next year uh, as part of the Invictus Games. Well, they're going to Australia. They might be going to New Zealand as well. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah. And so, like, obviously, there was a ton of opportunities there. Um, for at least that uh, to happen here soon. And I'm sure if she was going to be going even now, they're probably starting to look at potential designs oh, and yeah. dresses and reaching out to designers for sure. Yeah. So I don't point. know. We'll have to see. I mean, I think it, it could possibly be that this was kind of like a taken out of context type thing. And maybe the Royals will be forgiving and understand that like she wasn't, she was kind of, what she did say was blown out of proportion. Yeah. You know, like, it could say, like, oh, you know what? I did think that was really, oh, I yeah, that one's similar to the one that we did. Like, it looked kind of like this. Like, saying something like that versus, oh, they copied me, ripped me off, blah, blah, blah. So I think it just kind of depends on what they buy happened. And I think if they forgive her, we'll see probably just Megan wear something of hers when they do go down to down under. Mm-hmm. Um, but if not... We might not. We might see those being put into the vault or showing up on some consignment websites or something. Right. 
Yeah. My hope is that if it really was just a weird misunderstanding that she already has a really good relationship with Kensington Palace and with kind of, you know, for example, if Natasha Archer is the one working with her fashion house, Mm -hmm. that they're just like, we know them and we know that this is kind of nonsense and... We're, of course, we're going to continue wearing her. She she makes great clothing for Kate, and she obviously has obviously made some really a really nice outfit for Megan. And we want to obviously continue to have that relationship because yeah, we well, actually know these people already. <laughs> but we'll see. I mean, yeah. Again, she doesn't deny that that was what was said. What I she mean, said. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She just says that she doesn't think that it was a copy. Yeah. Because she probably, what she probably said was like, it's way worse than my design, which that's not making it a copy. So, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, that's just an interesting bit of aftermath for the yeah. for the dresses. Mm-hmm. Moving on to something happier, but more speculative. Um, now that the wedding is over, we're all wondering about the honeymoon. Um, so later this month, maybe even as, as of the recording, you never know. Uh, Harry and Meghan are said to be heading off on their honeymoon. Um, it was originally reported that they planned on going to Namibia, um, but once that kind of got out and the name of a resort uh, came along with it, it was pretty clear that that was not where they'd be going. Mm-hmm. So that if that was the initial plan, it changed. And if it wasn't, then they were never going there anyway, I guess, is what it said. But um, according to a piece in Elle magazine... Pretty much any destination the press catches wind of is going to be out of the question. They're not going right. to end up going if if somebody reports that like, oh, we heard that, you know, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex will be honeymooning here. They're they're definitely not going to be honeymooning there. I think the discretion is really important to them because they don't want a telephoto lens situation happening. Right. Um, however, the according to this article, they will definitely be going somewhere in Africa. Um, they pointed out that Will and Kate on their honeymoon went to the seashells or Seychelles, however you say that, and they enjoyed themselves by all accounts. So that mm-hmm. is a possibility. Um, they're looking at beaches, places with beaches. That sounds great. Again, yeah, that sounds amazing. Can I come? Yeah, exactly. That's why they all won't right, report Megan. it. So weirdos like us don't just show up. Be like, oh, exactly. my best friend. <laughs> right. Hi, want to go parasailing later? <laughs> Well, I hope they do. I mean, my hope is that uh, with the amount of money that they can spend on a vacation, that they'll be able to get the privacy they want. Yeah, they'll get um, like a Princess Diaries book 11, private island, people jet yes. skiing in once in a while to, mm-hmm. yeah, that kind of thing. That would be Perfect. nice for them. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh. I don't know. where. I, if you were them, where would you go? I mean, I would go, oh gosh, I don't know. I don't know Africa that well personally uh so i mean i would probably go to like tahiti or like i would go like somewhere in singapore because oh, i yeah. always see like those beautiful resorts in singapore singapore is beautiful yeah the, it's, it's very hot, so hot. But, yeah i was gonna say it's just the fact that it's but summer if you just like and it's also little, yeah. like thailand i would go to thailand if i was them that's where i would go because i always see like thailand oh my god i don't know what i'm talking about singapore thailand what yeah, yeah. Southeast Asia is what you're saying. Some yes. place like tropical with beaches or that. Yeah, has, and have I can have like beaches, but yeah, I can have like a drink, maybe in a coconut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds good. And relax a little bit mm-hmm. after a very extremely stressful, uh, you know, thirty bazillion people watching my wedding. Right. 
Yeah, I don't know where I'd go. I would want it, like, I don't know. They, I bet they'll have fun, though. They're, yes. I think that they'll also probably try to go someplace where they can have at least one, like, excursion adventure. Like, they don't, I don't think they want to, like, totally rough it, because that's not always the fun. But, like, when you can go out, like, one, on, like, one day-long hike, that's always fun. Mm-hmm. Where you can, like, feel like you're active and go out and see something kind of more off the beaten path. Totally. Um, and they obviously have access to a lot more helicopters and stuff than I do. So mm-hmm. <laughs> more likely that they'll be able to do that kind of stuff. But yeah, um, so one thing um, we'll talk about is that we know that they haven't left on the earth. We knew that as of um, the other day, they had not yet left on their honeymoon because they were back at Buckingham Palace. Yes. For uh, Megan's first official engagement as the Duchess of Sussex, uh, they attended a garden party to celebrate Charles's uh, 70th birthday, but more specifically the charities that uh, are part of the Prince's Trust, hmm. uh, as he did not want the spotlight on himself. And also his birthday is in November. <laughs> <laughs> but again, like November garden party in November in England doesn't sound as fun, if you ask right. me. Exactly. So. I don't know. Maybe it's like how the queen, the trooping the color, is her ceremonial birthday. Um, then it's like the maybe the Prince of Wales has a ceremonial birthday too. Yes, perfect. A month earlier, um, but yeah. yeah. So at this, we got our first look at the official look at the newly married couple, um, and Harry gave a speech, uh, kind of giving tribute to his dad and and especially all of the charitable works that his dad has done and there was a funny moment apparently when um a bee started kind of bothering harry and megan who and classic wife move just laughed at him instead of trying to help which is funny (laughs) um and then the other thing that was fun to see was that it appears um from the accounts of the crowd that megan and camilla are fast friends they were very like they were getting along really well um same with Megan and Charles and Mm -hmm. I think in the same article I was reading it talked about how like Megan has really found um, good like allies with them and they've been really just like welcoming and supportive to her Mm -hmm. and I think part of it like a lot of her trust in them comes from seeing um, like they were apparently really great with her mom when her mom was over for the wedding Mm -hmm. and so yeah I don't know but you can just tell everyone's really happy still experiencing yeah. the post-wedding high yes the glow Woohoo! they didn't hopefully they got to take a nice long nap the day after but oh i hope I <laughs> i'm would sure hope they so. did yes uh but for her first excursion uh megan was in goat goat so yes uh she wore their uh, custom-made uh, flavia silk crepe dress and it was kind of a i don't know a soft pink yeah, like a creamish pink. I don't... Yeah. It kind of looked... A blush cream. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Very pale. Yes. Very, like, and bridal then, adjacent. I yes. And then a gorgeous kind of larger saucer hat by Philip Tracy. And she looked really good. And then the goat she website did. crashed. Oh, good. Um, And I, as you guys, listeners to the podcast will know, I love... Kate. When Kate has worn goat, I've absolutely loved it and that was a designer she tapped a lot during her most recent pregnancy because they do a great shift dress um but i will have to go see if there's anything i don't know i mean this dress also is available in black which i actually prefer for like if i were to buy it but i understand Mm -hmm. obviously black 
a black dress is not like appropriate for a garden party. Yeah. <laughs> and your first <laughs> royal engagement. So right. it's Hi everyone. Yeah. Hi, I'm Goth Megan. Yeah. The real me can now come out. Yay. Um <laughs> but it was uh nice to see her and yeah. Harry, who again, they just looked so happy. Yeah. No, and I liked kind of seeing uh just a really yeah, she just looked so like British garden party, uh, British garden party. She really nailed it. So I think um, she's going to do really well in kind of doing on, I think, especially for occasions when she's with kind of the senior royals, she'll kind of go a little bit more traditional and maybe as she, we saw when she kind of did the tours with Harry before the engagement tours of around the, the UK, more of her own style. So it'll be interesting to see if that's kind of the way she goes or if um, she kind of goes there is kind of a, a significant shift in her fashion. Yeah. Well, and as people no. point out, uh, people online pointed out, she was wearing pantyhose mm-hmm. at this. So that's yeah. kind of a signal because, and also, I mean, we were remarking on this at her pre-wedding um, engagements. She was usually wearing trousers or like a longer skirt. And so we didn't necessarily see the need for pantyhose. Like it's different. And so this was, um, people were remarking on it and they, noticed that she had worn that them at another um like event where there were the more senior royals present and so it's kind of assumed that yeah if she's attending events with charles and camilla or the queen she'll probably be wearing those so sorry megan i'm sure kate Mm -hmm. can give you some great tips on how to keep them from running oh i i want to know what exact brand they wear because they have to be better than what i buy because i don't even buy the crappy ones no I try to spend, I mean, I'm not spending $70. There's a pair at Nordstrom's that I'm always like, should I just should I just buy them? Will they last me forever? Uh, but I obviously I haven't since. Uh, yeah, I will say. That seems also really expensive. The trick of uh, putting them in the freezer did work for me. It made oh. them last twice as long, which for me means like three three to four wears instead of one wear. So apparently. So just in a plastic bag What in you the do freezer? is you okay. run them under the sink, like get them wet. This is brand when they're brand new, apparently. You run them under the sink, get them wet, then put them in a, a plastic, like a Ziploc bag, and then put them in the freezer. And then when they're frozen, you take them out and just like hang them up to dry, pretty much. Okay. And apparently what it's supposed to do is kind of stretch out the, um, like the nylon in a way, because like what apparently makes them run is like when the nylon isn't stretchy enough because it hasn't been stretched out before and it gets like snagged on something and then it can't be like forgiving. And so apparently like the ice is supposed to like expand it and then contract again. So like it stretches out. I don't know if it worked. It, anecdotally, it worked for me. Okay. Because I was, yeah, I was not having a lot of luck and I kept having to wear them because like for some very formal work occasions, you have to wear them. And so- Indeed. Anyway, boo. Oh, indeed. Boo, pantyhose. Boo. <laughs> hate them. They're dumb. Um, but yeah, someone who was very casual today, Ms. Duchess of Cambridge herself, Catherine. Out and about. Yep. With the kids. Yes. Playing mom. Yeah, so I, and we're not 100% sure how the photos came in. They were posted on a company website or company Instagram and they took them down, but a couple people managed to captured the photos before yeah uh, they disappeared i think it was one of them the one that was like an angle that was kind of like from behind that was posted on the official like by i don't know by someone at the venue and then 
Mm-hmm. They t- that one was taken down right away. And then another person, I think, who was an attendee there took a picture that was better from the front. Apparently more than one person at uh, the event noticed one of the most famous women in the world was there with her children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with the very famous children. Yes. yes. <laughs> and also, it's an event that they were at last year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but... Very possible. This is the Houghton... Is that how you say it? I think so. That's Hutton, what I thought. Hutton. Might be Hutton. I don't know. These British names and pronunciations. If we're wrong, please tell us. H-O-U-G-H-T-O-N. Mm-hmm. Uh, horse trials. And George and Charlotte were with her. Um, my favorite part is that the photo was taken right as George was like, look, a Dalmatian. And his, and then Kate was like, yes, very nice dog. Yes. Like, can I pet it? <laughs> and we don't know the result of that. There are no right. follow-up photos. But, um... And Charlotte had ice cream cones. Oh, she did, so I yeah. I was extremely jealous. Mm-hmm. I was like, I would like some ice cream right now. Yeah, because it's hot. And yeah. George was wearing shorts, but not with his knee-high socks. So he, like, again, we talked about he wore long pants at the wedding, and now he's back to shorts. But at least this time, like, it kind of made sense because it's hot outside, and he wasn't wearing his, like, socks. Right. To go with. Um, I feel like that it comes to a point where, granted, he obviously, they want him to wear, like, traditional looking kind of outfits but i mean he's getting to that age where like kids are gonna say mean things if he's wearing like also, yeah high socks yeah and he can keep track of it again and that's why i think like with his school uniform like that's what all the kids wear they're all yes. wearing like old-timey stuff probably mm-hmm. until they get into like the little bit higher grades and so i think he's fine with wearing what the other kids are wearing at school but like also it's so like it was really hot in England. It was like 80 degrees. Yeah. So <laughs> try No, I'm not wearing knee-high socks. Just let me wear shorts. And she, yeah, it was it was funny. So I think also <laughs> in their downtime, they do kind of relax the, the requirements for mm-hmm. the kids. For sure. And Kate <sighs> was wearing something we can actually afford. For once in our life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a um, dress from Zara called their flocked print dress and it's um displayed on the website as like an off the shoulder but she was wearing it with like the shoulder sleeves pulled up um but it still looked really cute just a little bit more like i guess not off the shoulder and yes. yeah it was really nice it looked so co- like comfy yeah just like it looked it, it seems like there's been kind of some higher temps in london as of late and it just seems like a really just kind of comfy dress to wear yeah, something that's good when you're wrangling two kids, one ice cream cone, yes. and and also like on grass. And a child and, trying to steal a Dalmatian. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, and so. you've got your big purse, you got your mom purse in tow. Yes, had, like, her I know, she bag. had like an embroidered like tote, and I was yeah, like, oh my like, god. In America, it would have been an L.L. Bean tote, but it wasn't. Or like, a th- like what's it called, 31? I don't know. Oh, that's like that. They're like, that's like the brand that a lot of people have that's oh. like embroidered totes and stuff. Ooh, but yeah, something like that, an LL Bean or something. So it was nice to see them out mm-hmm. since I know it can be tough to make those kind of trips. And and Kate and Charlotte were seen a couple weeks ago uh, out with Nanny Maria and uh, in Kensington Palace Gardens taking Louie for a walk. Um, oh. But so I'm glad they're getting out and enjoying the weather. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think the last two things we'll talk about is just some upcoming events to discuss. Uh, the big one will be on June 9th is the Trooping the Color. 
and Megan and Kate will be in attendance, so super excited to see them. Usually that means a new outfit for Kate, and obviously I think for a while Megan won't be re-wearing anything, so. No, or if it is, I mean, it's something that's been in her closet for a while we've never seen. Yes, but for sure probably some new hats and... Obviously, they'll have their balcony appearance as this is the ceremonial celebration of the Queen's birthday. Very exciting. And Mm -hmm. also, um, talking about the honeymoon, they obviously are needing to be back in the country by June 9th. Uh, So it depends how long of a honeymoon they're going to take or if the report, that's what kind of makes me question, like, is that report accurate that says that they were going to leave before the end of May? I mean, maybe unless they've already gone, that might be, you know, cutting it close because I'm sure they'd want to give themselves a buffer in case of any like weather, you know, travel delays or anything. So mm-hmm. we'll see, though. I'm excited. Yeah, um, for sure. And then finally, um, there's a another kind of exciting trip coming up. It's been announced that Prince William will be going to the Middle East on June 24th through the 28th. And... He will be visiting Jordan, Israel, and the occupied Palestinian territories. And this is kind of noteworthy because it is the first visit to Israel by a member of the British royal family on official business. And um, there's an article in Vanity Fair on this, and they mentioned that though other members of the royal family have kind of been there unofficially, um, notably (laughs) Prince Philip went there um, for a ceremony honoring his mother who worked um, to during World War II to rescue uh, Jews from Nazi persecution. And also then Prince Charles went there for the funeral of a of a political leader, I believe. I can't. And uh-huh. so he, but that was again, not really as a representative. It was just more as like, or of like Personal. of the British yeah, monarchy. It was just like, okay, I knew this person and would like to go and pay my respects kind of thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be really interesting to to see um, what exactly William does on that trip. And yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's really cool. So yeah, we'll learn a lot more. That's one thing I really like about all our tours. I always feel like I learn a lot that I wouldn't know about every place that they tour. Yeah, or like new. even if it's a place you've like read about, it, like it might've been a while. <laughs> Like, yeah, I don't know. Like when mm-hmm. they went to or when he went to Finland, it's like, I mean, I know about Finland kind of like there was that time Conan O'Brien went there and I watched that and that was <laughs> hilarious. And they, they did saunas and all that stuff. But like, yes. you know, I, I didn't know a lot of the other detail that I learned when he went mm-hmm. there. Right. <sighs> but more to come. Yes, a lot more to come. We're excited. There's yes. so much. They're so new. Ugh. All right. Well, I uh, that is about it for this episode. Yeah, we we don't again. We're just kind of tying up some loose ends of the latest news. Um, but if you have ideas for podcast episodes in the future, or if you have any comments on anything we talked about today or in the past, you can get in touch with us. We are um, at americrowndreams at gmail dot com, and we're also on Facebook and Instagram at americrowndreams, and we're on Twitter at americrowndream. You can also please rate and review and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, and we like hearing from you and it helps other people find our show. So we really, really, really appreciate it. And that's, that's, I think all we got. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Yep. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.